Hey everyone, welcome to the Self-Awareness Journey Podcast. I'm Melissa Albers. And I'm JJ Parker. This podcast is for seekers, seekers of happiness and joy, seekers of a centered approach to success in life, seekers of their true authentic selves. Get ready for some real talk on everything from anxiety, emotions, and habits to love, compassion, and forgiveness. We know you'll be challenged and enlightened by this conversation. We're so glad you're here. Let's dive in. It is Mental Health Awareness Month. Yes, and and this is our, I think this is our second year of being together for Mental Health Awareness Month, isn't it? Could be. Or more than two years. Maybe two, more, maybe more. Yeah. Well, but- the first year we're really probably episode number two in so we didn't really know what we were doing yeah yeah exactly (laughs) i didn't know it was mental health awareness month back then you know what last year at this time i just realized this last year at this time speaking of media we were uh in the minneapolis st paul business journal um on a panel of experts talking about mental health awareness and karen doll dr karen doll who was on our pod just a few weeks ago was the uh, moderator of that event. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was, that was yeah, one that was year great. ago. That was great. That was um, you know, focused on business owners, mm-hmm. right? Or, mm-hmm. or, you know, executives and managers. Um, but bringing mm-hmm. me- the conversation of mental health into Yeah, the workplace. Business, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And obviously, you and I talk about that a lot. We're very yeah. passionate about creating you know, tools and the environment to, to bring mental health as a conversation into business. Mm-hmm. But today, I don't think we should talk about business and no, mental health. Me either. I think we should talk about We already did that. We already did that. We've done that a bunch of times. <laughs> yeah, I think we should talk about it as, as individuals too, because unfortunately, if you, if you would have told us last year at this time, hey, the world is actually going to get even a little more topsy turvy than it is now. Even crazier. Yeah, there's the <laughs> pandemic is still going to be a thing. I know you'll be shocked to hear this, you guys, but not only will there be a pandemic, there will also be a war. Yeah. And wildfires everywhere. And, and floods. crazy inflation. And, and <laughs> uh. I don't know why I'm laughing. It's not funny at all. It's just so amazing what we are living through today. Yeah. Definitely. Mm-hmm. There's a lot going on. There's a There's lot, a lot going, going on. on. Mm-hmm. So, um, as, you know, how do we come at this conversation to, yeah. to really, like, understand, like, there's a lot in the world that's happening. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. Now, my question to you Uh-oh. is, am, like, am I, like, a isolated little unit Mm -hmm. that is not affected by all of the things happening out there in the greater world or am i somehow connected to the entire ball of chaos that's happening Mm. what do you think i asked you first what you you can't can't, i can't say hey i have a question for you and then just turn it right around (laughs) yeah but you, you phrased it am i you didn't say are you so i felt like i could do a quickie changey as using me as an example well no i'll answer it yeah yeah yeah. you want me to go go. Um, i want you to go 
I th well, I, so I think that I, I pose that question because I think that's a really interesting question in the way that like, yeah, me too. Like I have this belief that kind of all of the energy, all of the people, things in mm -hmm. the world are connected in the universe. It's all one big interconnected web. So mm -hmm. things that are happening to others affect my energy. Yes. My energy affects others. Like totally. it's all a connected web, mm -hmm. right? Yep. Yep. However, <laughs> a thing that I have to tactically do to make sure that I have the purest energy I can is cut myself off from some streams of information and some stories. Yeah, 100%. Because I believe that the stories you hear shape the way you think. Yes. Yep. Or certainly um put you in a reactive emotional state mm -hmm. right versus yep. proactively choosing your emotional state yep and i think that's the slippery slope that we're all in right now so I, there's an interesting mm -hmm. bit of like what does connected mean right yeah so yeah. like i was talking about like a deep sort of spiritual connection to the universe yeah but sometimes when we talk about connected we talk about like media social media news how are we how are we um quote connected to yeah. um the country or the world via the stories right yep via yep. the information that's being shared yep exactly i think um you know so it's an interesting juxtapose position that we're in right now i think because with so many things cha ever changing and so quickly, we also didn't list the political landscape. You know, we're experiencing mm -hmm. things in our political landscape that we have not experienced in our lifetimes. Mm -hmm. um, you know, with with the infighting going on about politics and this yeah. now now creating disbelief everywhere within the within the politics. You know, yep. even if you vote, it doesn't matter. It's all a lie. The voting the voting is all rigged. So. There's so much stuff going on. So the juxtapose is this. There's so many changes happening so quickly in our world today. Mm -hmm. And we are more aware of the changes because of the media that is now available. Mm -hmm. Whether that's good or bad is, is, is moot. The point is, it's available to us. And with the world changing so fast, everybody feels this drive to stay in the know. Yep. Right? Air quotes. And, and there's a, it's almost like a insidious little um, pull on our systems that say you can't be someone that's out of the know. Mm -hmm. You have to keep, you have to stay current. You have to know what's going on because knowledge is power. Knowledge mm -hmm. is protection. If you know more, you can be prepared. Well, for what? Who knows? It's not real. Um, but but I think this is the story that we tell ourselves. So now we have all of these things coming at us from all these different places, social media platforms, news, hearsay, our friend groups, all these things. We always have all this information coming at us. And yet emotionally, it's overwhelming. We don't yep. know what to do with all that information. How do you prepare yep. for something that you can't prepare? For? You can't. Yep. Right. Yeah. So when I was in college, like I went to, I went to Minneapolis College of Art and Design. So like mm -hmm. went to art school <laughs> and in art school, 
uh, I took a class. Um, it's like a film and video class, and we spent a really good chunk of that class talking about and dissecting media, hmm. like the specifically news media, mm. and. Um, there was actually a book. I, I remember it like so distinctly because it, ha- it had like a really big effect on my percep- my perspective yeah, on yeah. media. Um, and the the book we read for that class was called Channels of Discourse Reassembled. Oh my God, you and, remember the name? Yes. Because <laughs> the whole class, right, we were being trained to become creators of this kind of media this this film and video media format right sure um and the 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 goal is to use that medium to capture people's emotions yeah right and when you're an art when you're an artist the whole goal of art is to make people like really grab people make them feel something make yeah. an impact give yeah. a statement get their attention right? on their emotions here's like uh yeah here's a hmm. here's a, i'm gonna show you how society is this or that right like yeah so the whole the whole exercise of an artist is to be a reflection of the world we live in right and yep. a lot of that is being provocative and Huh. really tugging people's emotions out, right? Yeah. So going through those exercises and learning like the craft hmm. of manipulating people's emotions through video hmm. <laughs> was really impactful because I was like, oh, this is this is not this is a powerful tool. Yeah. Right? My reaction was like, like, oh, this is this is this is like a, a weapon. Like this huh. thing is so powerful that you can weaponize this medium. Wow. Right? And that's exactly what's what's and that's, that's exactly what's happening, what is. Mm-hmm. Right? So if you kind of like, I don't know, for some of us that are a little older, the younger crew might not get this, but like if you think back to like classic news, you know, back mm-hmm. in the day, Walter Cronkite, right? Here's <laughs> right. a guy that comes into your home yeah. without an agenda, just as as uh, fact tellers, uh, as factual, as eyes wide open, as broad as possible, tells you what's happening, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Well, hmm. that pure idea of telling those stories, informing the public, transferring that information to the masses—that's a beautiful concept. Absolutely, right? absolutely, and that's the pure news concept. Right. Mm-hmm. The problem is that's not what's <laughs> money. happening right now. Yeah, money, the problem power, is money. Ego. Because I mean, it was happening back back kind of in early television days. Mm-hmm. But there was like there's a very pure start to television. It's this mass communication tool. We've never had mass communication right. tools, right? Right, right, right. Um, but as these mass communication tools have become driven by uh, commercialism by making money by they're all advertising backed right the the they start getting torqued around they yeah. their their yeah. their purpose starts becoming a little bit 
they have less an agenda. pure. Yep, there's an agenda. Like, what they now. really need is eyeballs watching so they can sell more ads. Right. Right? It's like a revenue machine. Totally. Well, what's what's better to get people to like come back and watch more ads and watch more of your programs? Well, let's like get things super polarized. Let's get people like into groups, right? Let's tell yep. people what they want to hear and like make them really upset about what's happening so they can come back and and hear more, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Let's like, put them off emotionally. Let's put them topsy turvy so that they feel unless they come back and listen again, they're not going to get the rest of the story. Yeah, they won't get the resolution, right? Mm -hmm. Like like cliffhanger all of it, right? Like mm -hmm. it's just and it's done to a mastery level right now. Yeah. It's unbelievably good. Yeah. Like they're really good at that craft. Yeah. And 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 coming back to the emotional and the mental health awareness piece is that we become numb mm -hmm. to the the trauma and the drama that they show. We become yeah. mostly numb. Because our emotions become so blown away that we get yeah, depressed, it's like overwhelmed, shut right? down, it's just overwhelmed. Yeah, yeah, it becomes so yeah. insurmountable. We we don't have the capacity to yeah. process that kind of trauma over and over and over yeah. again. And then you layer on top of it the the newest form of media, social media, right? Which if 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 anyone wants to go like watch something that's, you know, terrifying yeah. in my opinion, <laughs> go watch nice some setup. of these documentaries on Netflix. Um, like there's one called yeah. like the Social Dilemma. Yes, it's um, fascinating. One on Facebook is absolutely fascinating. Mm -hmm. It's it's like there are hundreds of PhDs working every single day tirelessly to, to optimize these algorithms to make sure that you keep coming back and scrolling through your Facebook feed or your Instagram feed. And they are putting content on there that yeah. they know gets an emotional reaction from you because they know that's, that's that's what makes you come back. Yeah. And so it just becomes like an echo chamber for you. Like yeah. you're not getting the, the whole... real story. Yeah. You're getting what they know gets you back. Yeah. So you're, you lose perspective. You lose other people's perspective because it comes an echo chamber of your own perspective yeah exactly down to the like, ads that the, that are being yeah. run down to the um the paid advertisements in between your feeds yeah um all, so, that are all again based on the algorithms of what you've been talking right. about or listening to yeah so we lose something really important yeah like we we lose the ability to be to see other people's perspectives we yeah. lose compassion. Yeah. We lose like flexibility. Very, lose... Yeah, flexibility. That's and, a great and, one. We and... lose some very important fundamentals. Yeah, we lose moderation is actually what we lose. Mm. We lose the, the ability to be moderate and to uh, take both sides and to balance out our feelings and our uh, our thoughts. Yeah, and make um, our own decisions about things. Yeah, so, so in coming back to the whole dialogue around how does this affect our mental health, what's your... What's your take on that? Do we have the ability yeah. to listen and be a part of all of these things? And <laughs> do, do we have the ability to listen to all these things and maintain a sense of healthy 
mental wellness? That's a that's a good question. I I'll I can I can only answer that obviously personally yeah. for well, yeah, me. Yeah, that's all I'm asking is your opinion. So for me, um, like again, my my sort of thesis is that like who I am and the way I think mm-hmm. and um, the emotions that trigger the most for me mm-hmm. are based on the stories that I hear and engage with, right? The stories yep. that yeah. that are around me. Yep. So to me, um, <clears throat> the media that I consume shapes how I think. Yeah, I think and, that's true. I think that's true of all of us. The media that we consume shapes what we think. Yep. And so for me, it is super important to make sure that that media that's coming into my brain yeah. <laughs> is exactly the media that like I think is going to be healthy for me. Yeah. But my resolution to that is almost none. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like yep. I don't watch the news. I I don't engage. I don't. Yeah. Like do the social media stuff like that gets anywhere into like politics or yeah. world news or current events or any of that stuff because yeah. um like it Because it doesn't feel good for you. Yeah, it creates so, it creates so much emotion. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's true. I don't have the energy to figure out what's true. Mm-hmm. Like and and I just don't like the idea that someone else's take on things <laughs> are like getting it like worming into my brain and right. starting to like reconfigure neurons <laughs> yeah yeah i and i i i think it has everything to do with being aware of how you feel in the process like mm-hmm. my mom you know and and i know that this is very common with elderly they watch television and they are glued to the set you know breakfast lunch and dinner and it's all about like i have to stay informed i have to stay informed and they're watching the news three times a day and they're Mm -hmm. watching the local and the national news and um my and my mom would say this and my grandparents used to say this like no we have to stay informed yeah but but there is a there is a cross point where that where being informed and being hammered on are two very different things but i think Mm -hmm. people have to make the decision based on being more judicious about their their time that they spend in front of a screen. Yeah. They have to be more judicious to choose what they're choosing because it it, it is a balance between what they want to know and how they want to feel. Yep. Um and I don't think people do that enough because it's a habitual choice. Mhm. You know, to, yeah. to 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 participate in the way that we participate with our phone. Let me give you an example. So when, when, um, not too long ago, a few months ago, well, maybe even a year now, when all this terrible stuff was happening, um, with the pan- at the start of the pandemic, so I guess, geez, it's two years ago. Um, but when all this was happening, I was glued to the television, like, oh my gosh, I have to watch this. I'm, this is so, and, and I got to a point where I no longer, it, it, I realized I don't feel good watching this. I'm just, I can't watch the news anymore because in between all of this information about the pandemic is all this mm-hmm. other awful information laced between. And I'm literally feeling like a terrible, like I just, I'm, I'm feeling an emotional mess. I have, I don't know what to do with these emotions. So what I'm going to do is 
I want to stay informed. So I'm going to like sign up for a quick email to get like the top five stories from the mm. Washington Post, from New York Times, CNN, Fox. Like I purposefully chose opposing viewpoints mm. to get a quick email that just gives the highlights of the day and what happened mm -hmm. in the morning. Here's the highlights of what happened yesterday. Okay. And I was thinking, you know, I, I feel pretty smart, like, because that takes me like 15 minutes to consume yeah. it. I stay up yeah. to date, right? Well, guess what? Every morning, my alarm would go off, my feet would hit the ground, and I'd look at those emails, and how do you think I felt? <laughs> <laughs> like crap. Five. Not good. Like the world is collapsing. So, but, but I'm just saying, I had to even evaluate again. It's like, I think mm -hmm. it takes constant evaluation to yeah. check yourself and how you feel versus the the activities that you're participating in mm -hmm. and, and the response to that yeah yeah it's it isn't that fascinating like like habit um entertain i mean i kind of heard like you're talking about your mom it's like uh that's like a source of entertainment yeah almost. exactly like, mm -hmm. like hey i need to occupy my time so i'm going to do it by quote staying informed which which sounds like a noble cause yeah it's, it's maybe more just about enter, you know passing the time well yeah yeah um there's a i was wondering is is there maybe like a little bit of a generational thing happening again like that you know walter cronkite generation mm -hmm. they did want to stay informed yeah. that was actually kind of like a new way of being informed right mm -hmm. so that probably had a big impact on yeah on the older generation yeah and right? their habits of and, yeah and their habits and and uh the way they see the news media. Mm -hmm. Now, for my kids, your kids, they're going to have a whole different relationship with the news media than grandma and grandpa did. Right. 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 Because for them, they're just like inundated with all yeah. this stuff from like left and right yeah, and every direction, up and down. And yeah, is this entertainment? Is this real? Um, mm -hmm. I've even, I even see with, like, uh, especially with our 15-year-old, mm -hmm. like, he really questions, like, what is truth? What, can I believe this? Mm. You know, and he's mm. kind of even like, wow, if I, if I go on social media, like, he knows that they track him, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> they yeah. know, he know he knows at 15 that the stuff that he sees on social media is being tracked, is being manipulated, is being curated for him. Is you know, He's very aware. Mm -hmm. Now, he participates because it's like a drug, yeah. right? Yeah, it's entertainment, and, habit. And, and, and right, and those dopamine hits yep. for, for everybody scrolling yep. through those news feeds is really hard to break. Yes. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's interesting how we might have a generation who's like very aware of their manipulation, but nearly powerless from like a brain chemistry perspective to mm -hmm. do anything about it. Which brings us right back to how much that makes someone feel completely out of control. Oh, right. And I how can't... much they're in total reaction mode yep. constantly to their emotions. And whenever you are chasing your emotions and being a, you know, being like the huge wave swell of emotions taking you over, you lose yep. control and you don't feel good. Yep. And your wellness is non-existent or taking a huge hit. Yep. 
All right, so everyone can use my solution, which is bury your head in the sand like an ostrich. <laughs> or, or you can use my solution, which is watch a bunch of Instagram reels about cute dancing animals. And then all you see are baby golden retrievers and dancing llamas. <laughs> so, so one is is ignore everything. And then yours is just like entertain yourself, distract yourself. So two very... Good approaches. Well, I do think well, there is a balance here, though. Honestly, I think that I think yeah, really what we're talking. Frankly, like yeah. you can't be completely misinformed or uninformed. Like no, some, no. frankly, a lot of times, like even talking with my wife, she'll be like, "Hey, did you hear about whatever that happened today?" I'm like, "I didn't," and yeah. then I feel like, really, I do feel out of the loop. I feel like, am I being irresponsible yeah. by not yeah. engaging in these things because there are really important. Mm-hmm. social issues happening right right yes i sh- yeah. i should be i feel like i should be more involved in like shaping like uh the yeah you know shaping things that are happening in our world right yeah, yeah. but if i just hide from it all the time i can't really do that no i and i'm just gonna say i think that the you know like what can we do about this like because you know we've this has been a really good conversation and i think it's it comes as no surprise to everybody else they're feeling the same things and seeing the same things Mm -hmm. but the question is is what personally am i supposed to do with this and the the approach that i take about it is this it's like however much you hear whether it's coming passively or because you're on purpose um purposefully listening you have a personal responsibility to set the emotional tone and energy in Mm. which you are. Um, I heard this phrase and I absolutely love it. You have what's, everyone has what's called a pilot wave. It is the energy that you come to something with. It's the energy that comes right before you. You walk into a room, people are with you. You are emitting an energy, okay? And, And if you are consumed with dark things that make you feel bad, the question I would ask you is, what is your energy? What is your pilot wave that you're mm-hmm. that you're leading with? And and you can have full control over that. Yeah. And if all you did, I my coach says this and I love it. She says if all you did was sit on the couch the rest of your life and you focus on kicking out a very strong positive energy, you would change the planet. If we all mm. did that, we would change the planet. So now that's a very airy fairy way of describing it, although I do believe this. Mm-hmm. Um I, I think in everyday life, we have an opportunity to simply clean up our own energy. What we, and you are right, what happens to one of us happens to all of us. So if we've got five people that are focusing on having a strong energy and we have one that is in a very dark space, what happens? Yeah. Right? That, Versus that the reverse. Creeps in. Yep. And so we can continue to clean up our own space, clean up clean up our own act, clean up our own energy. And and that's what yep. I would really encourage people to focus on. Did you enjoy this episode? Please go to your favorite podcast platform to subscribe, rate, and leave a review so others can discover it as well. Growing self-awareness is a lifelong journey and there's always further to go. And it's better when we're all in it together. Please think of someone you know who could benefit from hearing today's conversation and share this episode with them. We can't thank you enough for listening. Until next time, happy exploring, seekers.